1: and great coverage is just the beginning.
2: Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: It's my show. You might be mocking me or you might be staunchly agreeing with me. I can't tell. I'm mocking you. And the
2: Bulldog.
3: What
1: is Fozzie Uh, Bear's role in this
2: production? On WGR Sports Radio 550.
1: Very good. Happy holidays. Welcome. Our party is today. So Bulldog is here. Or are you going to be here anyway?
3: I might have been here anyway. You're here for the party? I'm here for the party. You wouldn't miss the party. I would not miss the party. I would feel like a really an all-time jerk to miss
1: the party, unless I had a really, really good reason, like a better party, a different one, or or a now, bigger some, one.
3: some kind of obligation or something that I you know would feel like it would be wrong to miss, like a doctor's appointment. <clears throat> like I think I think one of our coworkers, I don't want to name this person, uh, is missing tonight because of a, ch- a ki- kid uh, assembly holiday something or other, and mm.
1: like wants to be at that, and you know I, I can get with that. Yeah, those come up sure. I will have to change before the party. I, yeah, I, I uh, noticed bu- they you. said business casual was oh, re- the. Oh, there was. I didn't even notice that yes. there was. I think you were exactly business casual.
3: Yeah, I, f- I do feel right. like that is what that is what I'm representing
1: here. Yeah, yeah. They said business casual, and so I'm wearing a t-shirt right now, and that will not fly. You know, I think I think things have really loosened up over the years, though. If you
3: like, just threw a sport coat over a t-shirt and jeans, I think that's business casual. I might do that then <laughs> because I brought. I, Three, I think you could pull that out. That's a look that I try to pull off a lot. I don't know if it's appropriate for business casual, but I, I wear it a lot. With my kitschy
1: T-shirt? Yeah, your T-shirt. Pants, that's shoes, that's a, that's and the a, jacket? That's a winner. That might be what I do. Yeah. Otherwise, right. it's between the purple shirt and the octopus shirt. Mm. You brought you brought two shirts yeah, to I, choose from? Yeah, I, I couldn't holy decide before holy. it was time to leave, so I just wow. brought them both. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah. Wasn't sure. I the could, purple shirt and the octopus I shirt. I could use... I'm wearing... Uh, it's nice of you not
3: to say anything. Uh, I'm I'm wearing the same shirt that I wore to Joe's wedding.
1: The, oh, I would not have the, no.
3: That. I know I'm I'm kidding. I okay, wouldn't have good, expected good. you to have, have remembered. Sorry. But I, I feel sorry. What I, I bring it up because I, I need like I I went on a bit of a, a golf clothing bender, uh, purchasing golf clothing this year. I you know like whatever like a half a dozen combinations of things that I can wear because I'm playing golf two or three times a week during the golf season. Uh, but what I realize now is like, I've got some new stuff in my closet, but I don't have really, I don't have a lot of business casual clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've never really needed it for our jobs anyway, but it is nice to have to go out somewhere nice. You're going out to eat whatever. And this shirt I'm wearing is like the only go-to thing I've got that's not. You know, a Clash t-shirt underneath the corduroy blazer I'll be wearing, which I mm-hmm. also wear everywhere now, and did not wear to Joe's wedding, only after asking my wife if June was too late to wear that, and she said yes. Yes,
1: I would say that. Yes. I would say yes. She
3: said yes, you're not wearing that jacket to Joe's wedding. And I
1: said okay, I'll have to figure something so you else out. you got one shirt you, t- you can trust in this realm <laughs> yes, at the moment. Yes, that's it, yeah. I mean, I think well, I've I'd... got two in the car. <laughs> I'd be a little small on you, but I've got two, like the purple shirt or the octopus shirt, you tell me. Because I might just go with the jacket and the yeah, kitschy, uh, I, t-shirt I think that'll work I might just do that yeah. I have to decide if that's the statement I want to make at this party this is where clients come in to mm-hmm. our workplace and we uh you know intermingle with yeah. clients your shirt says this actually is my first
3: rodeo yes it does and I think that would be funny tonight. I, I think that would work because it's you know the party that you know yeah I I've, know I've, yeah, I've, I've been to this before like I don't know I, you know I, oh I, like, I
1: see I I like that you're like, doing every you're doing all the thinking for me and I appreciate this, it so
3: uh, you know the work part, oh it's nice to say well this actually this is my first rodeo like I I, lo- I actually, like
1: that as a statement this actually is all yeah, right that could work for you uh, Joe Ostrowski Steve Largent. And Sal Capaccio. Have these three names ever been said together? I don't know, but that's the plan for today. It'll all be pretty much in the pretty early first half. It's very casually. Steve Largent, Joe Ostrowski, Steve Largent, (laughs) and Sal Capaccio. I went on with uh, Filippone this morning. Oh, nice! His his Sunday show, his panel show, right? Sure, yeah. And he asked me about Stefan Diggs. What do you think? Maybe it was five and a half or six and a half catches, mm. and 66 sixty-six and a half yards. He was looking it up in real time because he wanted to find, wanted to ask the question about Diggs and like his production has tailed off. And he he got to the numbers like, wow, that's it, sixty-six and a half. That's it. If you think the Bills and- are winning this game,
3: just bang the overs on all of that because I don't think they're winning if if he doesn't do
1: double that. Really, this is like a game where you think they'll really need to score. I think so. Yeah, interesting. It is the it is tied for the highest total of the weekend. Somehow tonight's game is not expected Mm. to be the highest scoring game of the weekend. Uh, But fifty and a half, and tonight's is thirty four and a half. I think. I like how
3: Zach during the update said you can listen to the game right here, and I thought, good, you should listen to it right here because it's probably going to be
1: unwatchable. No, I I couldn't disagree more. I couldn't disagree more. Can you guess why? It's the uniforms. Oh really? The Chargers and the Raiders yeah. can be as bad as anybody. I'll still love watching it. Wow, I, I I might I might do the opposite of what you said. Watch it, but not listen to it. Like just watch it with no sound. Could be listen a, a, to music it, it, if if this game is
3: what it you know if, if the total is any indicator of what what this game
1: could be. Uh, Al could be a tough listen tonight, I think. Al is also, I could, boy, this is going to be tough with you in the room. I, he's never a tough listen. Yeah. Al is never a tough listen. They did Al kind of dirty NBC. Yeah, you see did. that?
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. He would normally, or last year, I guess there's no normally because last year was the first year with Prime. Right. But last year he did the Jaguars, Chargers playoff game for NBC. Yeah. And they just reported a couple of days ago that he's not going to be doing one this year. Yeah. Because that was surprising. As
3: I remember, I don't want to say anymore. I, I I don't I don't I, I I I all right that that was a that, that was a tough one that playoff game I, I was missed, it yeah I missed the first half you I, know what happened that I game? think that's where a lot of I think a lot of the Al is not into it anymore stuff really I think came to a head in because of that playoff okay game. The, the it. incredible comeback and it was just sort of like him and Tony Dungy
1: and it was just. Do they know this is the
3: playoffs? Yeah. Do they do they do they know that this team is coming back from twenty seven down or whatever? It, it just did, did not.
1: They didn't reach the level, I guess, that maybe the audience was expecting. I remember this now. It's still Jacksonville, though. I wouldn't blame it. I, like <laughs> even if it is the playoffs. How excited can you really? Jacksonville and the Chargers, like <laughs> they never played before. You know the team, the winner was going out the next week. Yeah. Eh, it's not. The- I I I think I want to respect this. I, I I'm an apologist. I mean Alan I, Michaels well, it's good that you are because I lo- I I, uh, I I was the one person who thought he was too energetic that night. I lo- <laughs> I thought like, just tone it down. Just he, tone it he down. Is a Jackson, legend.
3: I have adored his work. I'm thrilled that he's joined us uh, regularly Three over the times. last few years. Um so I don't feel good. That's why I wanted to stop myself from saying any more cuz I, I, I dragged mean, it's, out it's, of it's you. not it's not it's not
1: complimentary. The Chargers and the Raiders, almost anybody in the Raiders looks great. Almost anybody in the Raiders Looks great, All right? But if it's six three at don't halftime, are you really boy, I don't. You don't care. You're a better. You're you're a better sport than me. Well, I'll be don't. here for the beginning of the game, probably. That, or, that's or right. Picking yeah. my son up, so you know uh, I'm I'm ready for it. I'll yeah. I'll yeah. take the game tonight. You take you do whatever you're doing. Go to The, the party, <laughs> buy a new shirt. I don't know. I got I got the Chargers <laughs> and the Raiders. All right, good. Thank you. I was wondering, and you you knew what the Bills were going to wear Sunday because Dallas, it's just. I, I was like this last week, too. I was thinking, like, when was the last time you were more excited for a Bills game? Like it was last week. Last week, I was pretty excited for that game. Yeah. yeah. And, and this week, I'm at least as, as excited. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, this is a game that would be great to go to. Dark out, you know, like high stakes, Cowboys. I mean, they've only been here such a small number of times. And I wondered if maybe the Bills would go white. Because Dallas is almost always in their white mm-hmm. uniforms, but... Yep. Uh, That's
3: what I was... I thought no. that, I thought that too, and then you, you asked about it, and I went and looked. Because I, I hadn't seen it, but I know, like, Bill, I knew right where to go look for it. Because by Thursday, at the, you know, whatever we usually know. I just hadn't seen it yet myself, but I went and found it, and yeah, it's blue tops, white pants. For the Bills. For the Bills. So yeah.
1: I imagine that means the Cowboys will be in white. Yep, right. Yeah. Um, so, I just can't wait. And... Talking to Andrew about the game, he's like, all right, so, Bills? I'm like, I just, I want to be careful on this one because there are games where, like, we do the picks, and I'm, I'm not good at the picks, as you know, but there are games where I'll have sort of a mental block. Like, I'll just be like, can you see this certain thing happening? Can you see this team winning, this quarterback having success, anything like that? And if the answer is no then you can sort of stop there and be done analyzing it like i just can't right. and i feel that way about the cowboys coming here
3: really wow that's interesting i just
1: like they have been a team they've been good a lot but they don't get home like they they go down in a tough spot this is not the playoffs or anything but they have the win over the eagles they're kind of flying right now and this is a game where you know i i don't like this analysis because i think it's very superficial yeah it's just i can't Picture Dallas winning here against this Bills team at all? Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't see it. But it's, it has nothing to do with matchups. It just has to do with the Cowboys' history, you know. And this year, and the, you, and, and and maybe I don't know. You tell me because it's
3: it's it's feelings and vibes based. I think I already got into this with Ross. I and as I I think I said this after we talked to Ross, as I was asking the question about Dallas, could they be? flat here like they just because they just won the game that was the narrative buster for them right like them getting the eagles at home and just punching them out was big for them i think like that that's a game that i think a lot of cowboys fans were probably bracing for okay this here comes a tough team and we've struggled with this team and it's the eagles and and they just they just just put them in a headlock so maybe they're you know not peak for this game, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm struggling to not say trap because I don't. Know, next week's Miami. It's the same game as as this game for them, I, I would think. Um, not a conference game, not a regular opponent, obviously. Uh, but I, I like I like that more than it. It sort of gets me to the same place as you. Can are they really going to come in here and do this? Like is Dak Prescott going to come in here and throw for 330 yards on the Bills? I you know I don't know. Um, I would expect him to get off though. Like I'm, I'm, I kind of, I trust him and them. I think their skills, their offensive players, should be able to eat on this Bills defense. I mean, I just would be really surprised if the Bills can can like handle them the way they handled Philly, even just for the first half, and really the Chiefs all game long. I just think there's more. There's more there. The tight end is excellent and really coming on. Ferguson and lamb is elite, so I know, i'm I'm worried that's why digs to me i'm if you like the bills, I think you gotta like a high scoring
1: game myself mm. I'm so different about it uh I got two picks at least two picks he's got six for the year mm. Prescott, and you know I always defend Prescott yeah, I yeah, like him yeah, a lot yeah I just can't wait to see how this goes with him and the bills D because my For weeks, my feeling about this season has been that they're really good. I didn't need Ken Dorsey out. Just hang in there. Stop losing. Stop losing in stupid ways to bad teams. Stop that. But when you get to play good teams, if you make it into the playoffs or this stretch of games, is the defense able to get the job done with their men down, with the the, the obvious injury losses they've had? which is kind of continue just in and out. I mean, hide, right? Right. It's just they're... they're. happiness now, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, they have this disadvantage, and my thought on the year would be that this would eventually get them beat, mm-hmm. take them out. But that has not really happened. Like, we're through Philadelphia and Kansas City. Philadelphia scored on them, but the Bills really were right there to win the game anyway. And then last week happened, 17 points allowed. So, um... I still think, like, is is that coming? I mean, I'm asking, I guess, now, not as firm. In a year where, in the AFC at least, the Chiefs can't score, and the Dolphins are still... They, they still have to prove mm-hmm. that they right. can hang with teams like this team, even though they have the lead, of course, in the division. Baltimore is a team I always really like, but... I just can't – I'm not at a place where the Ravens are so impressive. They're not, like to me, so impressive that they're in a different tier than the Bills. So defensively, they've been very good. Uh, offensively, they're, they're fine. But like I, I think, like a lot of people, I think this Bills team could beat anybody. And that goes against the other prediction. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's a season where teams are ha- having a tougher time to score. The Chiefs are maybe the most prominent of those teams. And after you get past those names, who are you talking about? The Browns? Right? And Jacksonville? Right. Like, it's just so...
3: It's it, it's it's so right there. We'll get into, I, I assume, much of this with Joe Ostrowski in about 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, but I, I noticed... I saw it on TV yesterday and then looked at my FanDuel app a little while ago just to confirm... You know, we've got this this bundle of teams at seven and six, right? The six, seven, and six teams in the conference. The Bills are the last of those right now in the standings. They're 11th in the conference as it sits right now. Uh, Pittsburgh is on top of that heap at seven and six on tiebreakers. That's how it is right now. Of those six teams, only one of them is minus money right now to make the playoffs.
1: Bills. Yes. Yeah.
3: Everyone else is playing. You know, their, their, their odds aren't
1: outrageous, but they are all plus money. That's different from last week. Yes. Because I, I looked up the playoff odds on a few teams. Denver, Houston, Cleveland. Cleveland was tied with these other teams that mm-hmm. they got a win. Other teams lost last week. Indianapolis. I think four teams, not including Buffalo, were minus money to make it. Which means they're a favorite. Right, basically. That's the right. word. Of the, the group of six, they're being the Bills are being treated like the best chance to make the playoffs. Well, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Sure. The Chief game is out of the way. Yep. Justin Herbert is out. The Bills would have been favored out there anyway next week. New England. Yeah, but are you, did you see the look ahead
3: on that, on the Chargers? No. Do you want to guess? Twelve. Nine and a half.
1: Okay. Well, I guess I'm taking them. <laughs> yes, I don't think that's low. They'll play tonight. We'll see what happens tonight. But yeah, I mean, I get it. Sure. And then Miami, of course, at the end, which you know that's a ways off. A lot of things will be sorted out by then. Anyway, I mean, is this not sort of the majority opinion at this point? I mean, the fans this year we've been sort of all over the place on the Bills. Did a lot of lot of consternation and looking ahead to next year. Uh oh, the roster. What about McDermott? You know all this stuff. I don't know. I was never ready for that. And I'm definitely not ready for that now. And I think maybe people who wanted to get to next year before it was time are now back at this year. Yeah. I would predict, and,
3: you know, of course, this won't be everyone, but I, I would think, the you know, the, the, the way it will sound, the way it will feel if the Bills win this game, I think the expectation will be right back to their win in the division. Because my Miami's got Dallas and then Baltimore and then the Bills after they have the Jets this week. We'll, and we'll see how that goes uh, for them. But, you know, assuming they get that one, they drop one of those other two before they get to the Bills, then you're right back. If the Bills get this one and don't stumble, that's where, you know, I, that's why I wouldn't say everyone because a lot of fans are still going to be like, we already lost to the Patriots, <laughs> right? They could stub their toe. You know, I don't care if it's Easton stick, you know, whatever. This team is... His lost games this year that they had no business losing and so they could do it again. Um, but I, I think a lot of people will be right to, all right, it's there again. Even before Miami loses one of those two games, it'll just be, all right, just win your games and you're going to be fine.
1: One thing I was thinking about with the Bills, I meant to bring this up yesterday, but then I didn't come in. Uh, so I just, I didn't say it to anyone. I didn't mm. mention this to anyone. Well, let's, yes, well I there's only one to way to find it. out if I said it. Do you realize how healthy... For all the injury talk, the Bills have been on the offensive line. I'm Uh, I'm listening to preview shows. They played the whole year. They played the whole year. The Dolphins lost their center, and they've had other injuries there, too. Maybe three guys have been hurt. Their their left tackle's been in and out all year long. He got hurt here again, too, in in week four. And every time I'm listening to guys talking about whatever game it is, it was Atlanta and somebody, uh, where I thought of this yesterday, just like they're always talking about the injuries up front and what that will mean to... Be John Robinson or whoever the, mm-hmm. is on the team, um, Mostert right in Miami, and just like you know, actually the Bills have not had any; they've been real stable. Issue. I mean,
3: I, I'm you know I know that they haven't had like the same five for every single snap this year, but no one's missed a game. So they, I mean, they've had they've had their gang all year long, and they've
1: been—is that right? Then the same five guys have started every every week. I I, I I'm I'm almost because Torrance started week one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost 100% sure. That I, I don't right think then. anyone
3: has missed a game. Again, they've, you know, in and out here or there. Because um, so I know Bates has been on the field uh, in spots, uh, like spelling
1: someone. But I think the the, the same five have started every game. This last year, the Bills were one of these teams where there was always, yeah. you know, in and out of the lineup. Kincaid will be interesting here uh, because his status is somewhat in doubt, at least, for Sunday. And Knox is back. So, what do you think of like Kincaid's importance to this game? We're talking about Diggs and his relatively modest uh, prop totals here. Whatever did I even say the yard? It was sixty six. Yeah, you said, yards. I said. I said bang the over
3: on both. If you think the Bills are going to have a good day, I think them having a good day. Diggs. I talked a lot about this yesterday. Um, like I, I need him fed in this game. Like you, when I when I mentioned to you. This Dallas team, the 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 secondary coach, it's Al Harris, is his name.
1: Al Harris, former, right?
3: Former Packers DB. Uh, We're
1: gonna take the ball and win, or whatever. Matt Hasselbeck oh, said okay. in that playoff game. Right. Al Harris, Yeah, he's okay.
3: Um, yeah, how he talked about how you know his coaching style with his cornerbacks is just really it's scouting tendencies of the receivers and the quarterbacks m- not so much scheme uh intensive and so i brought this up to you like you know they, they you know allen's been turnover prone and you said like, well seattle got him and that sort of got the ball rolling for me like okay you want to match they play man like 40% of the time most in the league man coverage dallas you want to put gilmore on on my dude I I know he did a good job on AJ Brown, but I'm gonna just take my chances. I'm gonna I'm gonna go at that. I, I need to go
1: at that, and I think Diggs can digs can pay off. I watched that too and listened to that too. AJ Brown still caught like nine for ninety or something okay, like that. Yeah. Like Gilmore being in his face was kind of a story from that game. Dallas is winning easily, and I don't know if they changed coverages once they got a big lead, but Brown Brown still had a nice night ultimately, at least on the stat sheet. So We'll see about Kincaid. You're talking about a big day from Diggs. What I like about that prediction, I made the same one on on Andrew's show this morning. What's actually not until Sunday. We just recorded it. Hopefully he doesn't mind people knowing that. (laughs) Uh, Is that this is like a spotlight game, and Diggs has been quiet for him anyway, and there's been so much attention on him, Uh, kind of off the field, how he's feeling is like anything sort of going on, and... This is a game where last week's could have been too. But I thought that the matchup was bad for him last yeah. week, uh, but this run really isn't, and it's his brother's team
3: too. I mean, I know his sure. brother's not playing, but I, like, I, I part part of I said this yesterday. Like, if I if I'm co- if I'm a coach on the Bills, I think I want to I want to get into digs with that. Like, I, I want to I want him to feel like he's going to matter, and I would think he would really
1: want to matter playing against his brother's team, even though his brother's injured and won't be playing. I think that can be right. I also think, you know, just beyond that, Dallas games always matter. You know, like you're playing Dallas. This is a a national game. And if anybody is wondering, uh, and somebody always is wondering this stuff, I think think it's fair enough to do this. Whether Diggs has slipped at all, this is the game where you announce that that has not Mm -hmm. happened. (laughs) Right. So... I do like, uh, we all do, the idea of of betting on him Sunday. All right, we've got Joe Ostrowski coming up next. Steve Largent, after that. It's Pork Rind Appreciation Day month. (laughs) And Steve Largent this year is associated with uh, with them. We've had fun over the years talking to guys that the pork rinds, big pork rind, (laughs) has brought to us. Big pork rind. The Pork Rind Coalition. That's right. Yes. And also, Sal Capaccio will be on in the four o'clock hour. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here, back with Joe Ostrowski after this on WGR. I
4: think teams are doing a consistent job of. Doubling him on third down, trying to take him away. We got to find ways to get him the ball, keep getting him the ball, and that's something that we're working on and wanting and willing to do. I have been happy with how some other guys have stepped up. You, know, you talk about Dalton, you talk about Khalil, you know James Cook in the passing game has been fantastic. So the more that we spread the ball around, our guys are going to give him more opportunities one on one. I think teams are starting to realize that. Or maybe if you double him, you're taking away another guy from the, the middle of the field, which is giving everybody else some opportunities. So I think Steph understands that, but make no mistake, we still got to continue to get him the ball.
1: Josh Allen, as ever, he just completely doesn't miss these kind of answers. Uh, didn't mention Gabe Davis. Even knew not to mention Davis <laughs> so that the radio guys don't go. Um, Actually, like Todd Bowles, the Buccaneers coach, was asked two weeks, two games ago about what happened to Chris Godwin. He didn't get a catch in the game or even maybe a target. And Bowles said something like, well, we took him out a lot. And, like, you know, doesn't have the internet because immediately everybody went to work. Well, no, you didn't. He played more snaps than anybody else (laughs) at receiver for your team, so maybe you should know that. Right. Doesn't miss. On the line, the host of BetQL Daily, Odyssey Sports betting insider Joe Ostrowski, who you also know from his frequent appearances on this show. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And be sure to check out the BetQL Daily podcast for more of Joe's analysis just search BetQL wherever you find your podcasts. Joe, as I told you earlier, Bulldog is in studio with me today. Yes. We've got our party tonight, the, the work party for, with clients and everything. And Bulldog, I have not said this to you yet, but I, I I pray that you don't take this personally. It officially now is weird when we're in the same room, to uh, me. Uh, uh, it is it weird. 15 years, always in the same room. I'm thinking of Joe bringing this up with Joe because, like, on his show, everybody's somewhere different, right, Joe?
4: Yeah, yeah. So there's no holiday party that I have to deal well, with.
1: <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> but do you sense I'm not, that? I'm not saying that you don't want to do, do this tonight. I'm just. Yeah, it's
3: Mike. Nobody loves the holiday, the company holiday party like Mike. <laughs> I do love yeah, it. And is not yeah, Not to say that I I don't like it, but like so he he, he really looks forward to it. Me, I go, oh, it's the company party. Okay. My, oh, my, okay. My...
4: I I was reading between the lines when he talked about how excited he was for Thursday night football with this matchup. I assume. That he didn't want to be there. No, 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 no. No, he he loves it.
3: He's a he's super schmoozy. He's he's great. He works the room. He's he's wonderful at these parties. I'm sure clients will be excited to see him. Going a little too far. My point
4: is though,
1: (laughs) every show I watch, I mean, or listen to, like the people are never in the same room.
4: Yeah, not anymore. Well, okay, so you're right. It was weird at the Super Bowl when we were all out there in Arizona together.
2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
4: just even met. So, yeah, because we're all over the country. So, yeah. It, so, I, I'd imagine after what – it's been a few years – regularly oh god together? yeah i mean since yeah. like
3: march of 20 i started working from home and i have really not stopped i've realized over the course of the last i wouldn't either month or so <laughs> i i really do like coming to work though like when i do it i enjoy it. Yeah. it even though there's rarely anyone here and a lot of the time when i come in mike's not even here that's why i'm here because he needs the the remote equipment to do something else um so I, I I don't take that uh, like I'm not uh, hurt by that. I think you're in the room alone. For me, it feels like it's always felt because I'm I'm here and you're here. But it, if if I were sitting in here alone for three and a half years, and then you started showing back up, I think it might make me feel a little weird. Yeah. So
1: I get that. Yeah. I don't know where to look. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Are okay. you, is there an, a window you gaze through usually i'm talking
1: or i'm looking at the call screen or my computer yeah. uh or the window right just looking straight ahead but I, every time i look at bulldog when we're talking he's looking back at me and like okay i think i should turn over here and be anyway Who who cares <laughs> all right all right joe well let, let's check in on the latest with bill's futures because yeah. um, I know you've found them a popular idea, a good idea. And how different does the market look this week from last week?
4: Man, I, I'm way too invested. And, yeah, it, if something bad happens here, I, I will not be a happy person. But it's every game. It's every, you know, few hours, really. Because when we were talking last Thursday, it was, okay, what are the bills to make the playoffs? They were 4-1. to one. And then I I checked right before the games got going on Sunday morning, and I'm like, do I want to add any any more Bills futures? What do I want to do? Yes, I did end up doing it. But those numbers were already moving down before the game started. Why? Because the line was moving on the game. That you know, it was going shorter and shorter to where it was almost a pick'em. So it was four to one for them to make the playoffs last Thursday. On Sunday morning, it was three to one for them to make the playoffs. This is before they even started the game, mm-hmm. and and now as you guys just mentioned, they're even money. They're they're a pick'em. It, it flip a coin. That's what the betting market is saying right now. Even though there are some challenging spots, like of course Sunday. And with all these tiebreakers, losing Denver, Cincinnati, Jacksonville teams that all could be mm-hmm. uh, in the mix for a wild card, they've they've lost to all of them. But the betting market is so much higher. They're looking at their priors with Buffalo, and where the ceiling is for Buffalo so much higher than everyone else. It, you know, Mike, I reached out to you. I'm like, this, it's just amazing that you were this point in the season. We've got only a month left. You see an 11 next to their name in the standings. And they're the fourth favorite to win the AFC.
3: Yeah, right. But, that, that, but, that's correct. it makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. But it is, it, it's just so fascinating to me that they're they're eleventh, right? All the other seven and six teams are ahead of them, yet they're the only ones that are they have the best odds of those
1: six teams to make it, which I just think mm-hmm. really is is you know, it would be pretty if, cool if you, uh, just just so we have it: Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Denver, Indianapolis, Houston, Buffalo. Those are the 6, 7, and 6 teams. If you asked a 1,000 fans which of those teams is the best, how many wouldn't say the Bills? Like, just team teams that might draw, that'll make the playoffs. The, the division winners in the AFC.
4: Yeah.
1: they. I mean, I, am I going too far to think that they're looking at that going, Indianapolis, would we'd enjoy having them over. <laughs> right. uh, that, that would be fine. Even Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, any of them. But Buffalo is scary. So I think... It does make sense. All of us. Well, well it's a different record,
4: but I would include Cleveland. So Cleveland is behind them in the odds. Should Cleveland have shorter odds than the Bills? No. No. For, for no. the Super Bowl and the conference, but not to make the
3: playoffs, right? Cleveland has much better odds to make the playoffs, do they not? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, talking right, right, uh, right, conference. Conference,
4: right. Conference gotcha. odds. Right. Just, yeah. yeah, no, I don't – okay, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, but thorough lines beat up, and they've got a Bears team that's actually ascending the, the way their defense has played this weekend. So, yeah, I, I get it because the teams behind them in, in the conference odds, Jacksonville, Cleveland, Houston, Denver, Indy, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh – I'm not putting any of them ahead of the Bills.
1: So interesting. So, this game is interesting, of course, too. Dallas, Dallas making only its fifth visit to the stadium, and that's, that's in 50 years. Um, what, what do you see, Joe? Two and 50 and a half. So, what are the highest, tied for the highest total in week 15 which is what I saw. What kind of game is it for you?
4: Which makes sense. I mean, there are a couple of spots that have a super high total. The other one, uh, the Washington and the Rams, that's a high total on the week. So, yeah, we're finally getting some overs. So maybe the scoring will normalize a bit, but we're still having these games where you have matchups with backup quarterbacks. It It's amazing. Uh, well, the first thing that stands out for me is <laughs> this is my Super Bowl prediction on the year. All right. And with with all the twists and turns of the regular season – Like, oh, there's no way this is going to happen. In the end, we're getting closer to maybe maybe that that is decent, um, a decent shot of happening. Like, uh, a guy that covers the NFL and sports betting over at Yahoo, Frank Schwab, I I had him on the show the other day, and we were talking about the Bills, and he's just like, they're either – not making the playoffs or they're going to the Super Bowl. And, and I think a, I think a lot of people are there on the Bills. Don't let them get in cuz if they get in, they can take down anyone. The ceiling is so high. Which matchup are you scared of? Um it, this could be one w- where you're scared this weekend. Uh, you know, McCarthy and Schottenheimer, people are laughing at them in the off season. Like how is this going to work? Really, your job's on the line and and this is going to be uh, the brain power behind your offense, how they're going to fix everything, and, and yeah, we're sitting here, four games left, and Dak's the favorite, just over Purdy for the MVP. That's a, that's how strong this offense has been, and Lamb. I mean, he's he's been a contender for the offensive player of the year. He's just been uh, phenomenal. Now Parsons is the favorite for the defensive player of the year. It, it's it's all over the place. Um, I I do like the Bills at one and a half at two, as long as it's inside of a field goal. Uh, my concern, obviously, the injuries. We know how it's, uh, you know, at one point it felt like it derailed the season. Maybe not yet, but now we're getting more injuries piling up. So the depth is certainly a concern, and we'll see if those guys are good to go. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, Dallas has had their issues on the road, and that makes me feel a little bit better about that about this spot. I know they're red hot, but they did lose at Philly, housed by San Francisco, like a lot of teams, early in the year. The horrible loss at the Cardinals. They seem to be a completely different team on the road, unless they're, play- they're playing one of these uh, bottom feeders that they've been beating up lately.
3: Yeah, I, I wonder how, how much of an appetite betters have to trust the Cowboys. I mean, they, they, they won, a, a, you know, sort of a narrative buster. Last Sunday night at home against the Eagles, that was probably a spot where the people who are always on, on Prescott and on the Cowboys critically, um, you know, and, oh, well, look at that. They, they shot us up here. Um, but now on the road, I, I, I wonder, you know, if you, want, if, if you can trust them. 100%
4: it's uh <laughs> so i uh, i do better gym game day on the bedkill kill network on sundays and uh, one of my co-hosts is jason lacamfora and he always he's one of those guys that that does rip the cowboys for that oh they punch down that that's all they do they beat up the bad teams oh congratulations you took out carolina and washington and and, you, and the giants at that time you see it again and again but it it felt different with the eagles game so is that more of what the Eagles are right now, that they're a fraudulent team? Or is it a message that, hey, we're here to stay. We're, we're a true Super Bowl contender. We're just as good as anyone in the NFC. And a lot of people view the top of the NFC as being better. And, you know, we're, we're right there with everybody. So that's going to be fascinating to back that up after uh, all the buildup up to their game last week too and and the same spot for the bills too right it's not like you can say it's it's a a spot play as far as oh can they get back up for it there's a lot on the line for both
1: teams cowboys Mm -hmm.
4: are playing for the one and the bills are playing for their lives
1: mike show the bulldog with betql daily host joe ostrowski here on wgr there maybe this is a normal thing but Talking about this this way, like teams where it's late in the season, the, the Bills point, just, you know, 11th seed, but one of the favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other teams where I think it's really up in the air where whether they'll be able to sort of keep their pace, good or bad. Detroit is one. Detroit went to Chicago last week. You had that, uh, Joe, on our show that you like the Bears, and they won pretty easily as a, as a home underdog, the lions defense has really faltered and people are to my ears back to questioning Jared Goff, which had really stopped uh, there for a while. There's Miami too, which makes you wonder like nine and four, both of these teams, I think are nine and four maybe, but I think right now we're sort of wondering whether they'll, they'll be able to make it um, whatever that means. So the lions, Joe, um, what what are you thinking there?
4: Yeah, the, the lions, that's, that's an interesting spot. So, The defense has been awful since week seven. It's been quite some time, and uh, a big part of that was golf outdoors, dealing with the elements, and then the Bears defense, how they've played uh, lately, and uh, the handicap was pretty obvious there. I I think they're going to get back on track, though. I'm not saying the defense is going to improve, but – over the last month here, um, they're not going outdoors. They're, they're going to have a right. controlled environment, which is uh, where they thrive. Golf has got to stop turning it over. I mean, that's the one big positive you can consistently point to over the years. It's like, hey, well, at least he's not turning it over. You can call him a game manager, whatever you want, but at least that isn't happening. Uh, they're a four-point favorite against Denver. Uh, earlier in the week, there was a lot of uh, professional money that was coming in on Detroit, so it went up to five, and now it's uh, come back down a little bit. I-, I guess the other part of this game against the Broncos is, do you believe in Denver? Is this all about some of the, the luck stuff with the turnovers and all that? They've had, you know, during their run, 18 takeaways recently, so it, is that sustainable or what? Um, I think that's where a lot of people are. It, it feels like it should be a get-right spot, but the question is: Is this line a little bit too high? But uh, I, I would not be surprised if the lines end up covering this one. Get back on track. How mm-hmm. do you
3: feel about the Bears in Cleveland? Not that the the Browns are the team exactly in the Bills' crosshairs, but you know they're in they're in this wild card race, and you know dinging them would certainly help the Bills. Are the Bears up to it?
4: Yeah, they can be. Because what do the Browns want to do right now? They they want to run the football. Even though Flacco's uh, been impressive, maybe we're going a little bit too far on what Flacco's done. It's probably because we expected nothing, right? The guy came <laughs> off the street. Like, what are you going to do? He, he's thrown a, a pretty crucial interception in, uh, in both of those games. And, you know, with baking in the point spread, I, I would lean Bears, but I've really gone back and forth. My initial reaction was inside of a field goal, you've got to go Browns. But now it's been going up throughout the week, three, three-and-a-half. Uh, key injuries on the Browns' offensive line. So if you have an immobile Flacco behind uh, a poor bunch of backups on the offensive line. And the Bears are actually getting pressure since adding Montez Sweat. He's uh, been a huge impact. And once the secondary got healthier, overall they've just been much better all around. So not a strong opinion like last week, but it would not surprise me at all if the Bears – go to Cleveland, and they pull off the upset.
1: A lot of these games with teams we were talking about at 7-6 and six or thereabouts in the AFC are just three points or less in their games. Mm-hmm. Houston at Tennessee, we'll see on Stroud. Indianapolis and Pittsburgh, one of three Saturday games this weekend. Very glad about that. Joe, the Bears and what they do in the offseason is one of the most interesting mm-hmm. topics in football. Um, do, do you think... I'm sure Chicago is talking about this all the time, and that's where Joe is. Do do you think the Bears right now, whoever it would be that ultimately makes this call, know what they want to do? No. They don't don't know yet.
4: I I don't think they know. Um, Ryan Ryan Poles, the general manager that came over from the Chiefs, is very close with Eberflus. So er, early in the year, yeah, he's a favorite to be fired. He's going to be fired at some point. But now – they should be on a four game winning streak that was that late detroit comeback a few weeks ago uh is, is there one loss in the last five weeks there was a bye uh mixed in i i don't think this is the right way to go about it but it's probably going to be decided in the final month of the season that if if they end up close to 500 i know it's a bad division and it's a poor conference overall but the way that they're playing right now and, and how the defense has really turned around uh the head coach for those that don't follow it probably most uh he's been calling the play since the defense got back on track like we still don't know what happened with the defensive coordinator and why he's gone but (laughs) eber took over for the defense you know much like the bills and it's been awesome ever since uh i i don't think they know i what i do know is this coaching staff doesn't like fields i know that but are you going to hold them over? Are you going to draft a quarterback? Are you, are you going to trade down? It, it, there's so much talk about tanking. I don't think anybody's tanking. You know, the only thing we know as far as the draft is it looks like the Bears are going to have the one. Just because mm-hmm. Carolina, how do they lose that, that spot right now? I, the way Bryce Young is playing, I, I don't see any way that that happens. I, I truly don't think the Bears know what they're going to do, so I can't sit here and t-
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
5: the spring back into your step and into your home too. shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45% up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
4: Tell you this is exactly what's going to happen I'll just say that the temptation of starting the clock over on the quarterback is probably going to be too much for them to pass on a quarterback
1: wow I mean just what a what a tough one because fields does sometimes look really good like it hasn't Mm -hmm. been that consistent you know their schedule hasn't been great depending on what you think of the lions here in the stretch of games like they have there's a carolina win there's a josh dobbs win um just what what to do there if the the coach the defensive coach you made that commitment already and it starts to look good what are you gonna fire him then and then how do you not pick one of these like a caleb williams how do you just you're the bears you've never had i looked it up they've never had a good quarterback in their history oh oh, no and just That's a fact. Eric you... Kramer
4: has a lot of the team <laughs> records.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, could you really just not <laughs> – oh could you really get the number one pick two years in a row and not use it on a quarterback either time? Because that's what would be – I mean, the Bears traded out last year. Right. Um, and and when – yeah. And if you want to go back to the
4: Trubisky thing, we saw how that went last Thursday. Yeah. Uh, you passed on Mahomes and you traded up to get that one. Like, that's going to be there for – that scar might be – you just got to take that Caleb Williams swing, right? Or, or if you love Drake May, fine. Move down and take him at two.
1: I don't know. Where does that leave Fields? It's going to be. like he, He's still valid. on his rookie deal. Yeah. So he's, he's great value, you know, but also you have to decide whether you can win with him. And what is Fields' still,
4: value right now and if it, you move him? Isn't there a uh,
1: fifth-year
3: option decision to make this offseason on him, yes. too? He's coming out of year three, right? That's when that happens.
4: Yeah. And a lot of people don't like Luke Getzi as the offensive coordinator. Are you gonna put him in another offense now?
1: Right, right. Man, that is just There's a lot. There they could I think most of these questions we're asking, the right answer ends up being just a clean sweep. Um, but it's tough when you're sort of getting better here and you you know, people are always preaching for patience with quarterbacks, you know. You had Geno last year even. You have all the time this sort of this kind of mantra and it seems like the right answer to me for Chicago is to dump it, and like that would just be. Any, said go go quarterback, yeah. Instead of trading down,
4: keep adding more assets like you did. You have this one because you did that last year, and you were right not to take Bryce Young at one one so far.
1: But you could have taken the other two, either the other two. <laughs> yeah. and that might have been. Right, that might have been. Yeah, the Stroud, right. right. Okay, Joe, uh, thanks for giving us a little extra time today. Uh, good luck in Week 15. Uh, well, best of luck to the Bills this weekend. Let's go. Be hoping for. We're all on the same page there, it turns out. Uh, that was the host of BetQL Daily, Odyssey Sports betting insider, Joe Ostrowski. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Really, like, what is the right answer? They, they could just as easily keep everybody. And trade the pick, and draft other guys, and have somebody's n- number one pick next year, and all that stuff. They could mm-hmm. they could do that, and keep fields, and patience is the name of the game. Then, but what are the odds in your mind? Like, will that re- Like, is that a Super Bowl formula? I, I don't know. Or,
3: it's so confusing because of, like, I I think if you're ready to fire people, GM coach. Then you absolutely market fields, get what you can for them, and draft a new guy, and that and that's there's your there's your full on reset. I think letting these guys take on another guy, I I that just seems very risky to me. Like I I it's the, so the timing is weird, you know. Like if they have faith in the coach because of the strong finish. That to me could be gumming up everything. Like I don't think you want to keep these guys who you were maybe ready to walk away from a month ago to start fresh with another quarterback. So I don't. The whole thing is yeah, it's confounding's a little strong. I mean I can understand
1: all of the permutations, but it's 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 complicated. What's not complicated? Coming back from a break and talking to. Pro Football Hall of Famer Steve Largent. Hopefully that is not complicated. That is our plan. We'll spend about 10 minutes with Steve Largent, who's calling in to promote Pork Rind Appreciation Day and also to help promote the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund. should be interesting to talk to him. It'll be our first time doing that. Then uh, we'll have Sal on in the 4 o'clock hour, open for calls after that at 803-0550. Mike Show open the Bulldog WGR.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,